Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Image of the pillars of creation in the heart of the Eagle Nebula. Oh yeah, the the this came off of the, the Hubble. Yeah, picture. Oh my God. Yeah, I saw that earlier. I was like, gorgeous. Wow. I haven't even seen that. That's gorgeous. And it's still that's beautiful. You know, you saying that really informs me that I am really, I have big holes in my Ren and Stimpy brain. There's, well, there's a lot of it I missed. Well, it's interesting because wrestlers because uh, in Anchorman they aped that whole thing because uh, uh, <laughs> another hole that is in my yeah Steve uh, Carell brain. does a whole section where he's like ah loud noises yeah yeah you and then later on they did the anything. we are friends <laughs> you're not missing anything on that Anchorman too holy shit tried to watch that the other night I heard you talking about that it just now you didn't ugly. watch the the crazy unedited version did you. Okay, that's no, that was. This is the yeah the big long. That's the one. Yeah, the one that's that's, that's the, the mistake. The, what they did is they complete. <laughs> that's the mistake. Uh, the, the theatrical is a lot better, and normally when you do when you throw in that that unedited, it's better. But uh, they completely recut the film. Like if you oh. go back and watch the theatrical, the theatrical is really really funny. Because I've watched it again I'd here. I'm hard pressed to believe that to be true. I, it was. A I'm, I'm, I'm. Well, I'm here to tell you uh, <laughs> oh, that I love the first one. That this one was a turd. Well, maybe that's it. Is it that, that they? It's, a, it's not it, tight anymore. They. Well, it's it's a completely different film. They did like they they used all these alternate takes, and it's just it's like they took the tight, really good, funny takes and replaced them with. Improv lines that were maybe not the best choices, and that's the only option on Netflix. No, no. It. Uh, well, I mean, on on Blu-ray, you have both. You sure, have, of course, I expect that. But you saw so, it on Netflix, Paul, right? I did. So that's so. It seems I, like the new version I, is what they have on Netflix. I don't know. It's the super deluxe version because uh, it's called the soup. It's and it says with five hundred and eighty-three yeah, more laughs. Yeah. It. it no. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I know this, that's, that's a damn ball faced lie, is I was at, I was at my buddy Matt's house, Oof. and we, uh, him, my friend Dave, and I were all sitting there, and I'm like, hey, I got the the new Anchorman. Uh, has anybody seen the unedited? And I'm like, no. And he's like, well, let's throw that in. And we had all seen the theatrical cut in the theaters, so we're sitting down watching there, and I'm like, as you do, I'm like going, uh, I don't remember this scene at all. And I'm like, just the pacing is off. The timing's all wrong. The scenes that they replaced that were like super funny, they replaced with stuff that was just like, it was like, it was like you took a really good smart joke and you replaced it with a groaner. And you're just like, what is this I'm watching? <laughs> this is just not good. And it's not without precedent. They did that with the first Anchorman too, where they did uh, they did this whole another film with unused footage from the first Anchorman, and they went through and made a quote unquote second film. They did this on the uh, they have it on the the Blu-ray and the DVD version, but it's a second disc with what they call an all new, completely new film, and it's just really it's the same it's film, completely re-edited, and it's it's not good. 
Welcome, it folks. Good. It is Geek Shock number 269. I am Master Torgo. Gummy Bears. 80s Jeff. Here with the Core 3, talking Weekend Geek. I uh, hope you had a good New Year, everybody. A good Christmas. Uh, I know I had a good time overall, except for the working on Christmas on New Year's Eve part. But uh, hey, that's the Vegas way. Yeah, I, I worked Christmas Day. I was lucky enough to get Christmas Eve off. Did you at least get paid pretty well? Uh, not anything special. No. Nothing, really. And where I work, we had a band that no one cared to see. Ah. They, I, I didn't get... Can I didn't you work. share, divulge who that band was? The band is called the Sin City Sinners. Oh, I know them. They are made up of... Uh, Bad ex, people, ex Ex-members of uh, various hair groups from the yeah. 80s, 90s. Uh, I think uh, one of them was a member of Hanoi Rocks. One of them was a member of uh, Faster Pussycat. Now, they've gone through a complete lineup change. Oh, and really? now it's like all, like only like one or two original members. The other guys have gone form their own super group. Okay, because I, I saw them years ago and they were really good. Right. Well, here's the thing. I actually think they're better than they've ever been. They used to be the house band of where I work. Okay. And so they play every week. Mm-hmm. And that was really hard to deal with overall. But uh, this new iteration of them, I thought it was the best set yet. However, on New Year's Eve, no one's coming to my place. My place is in a weird location where it's not all of the tourists are going to the strip right and none of the locals are coming there so it's it's a weird place to be i stayed far away from the strip on new year's Uh, we were kind of dead the only people that came to see the band were those that are for lack of a better word yeah groupies of the band so yeah it was god damn this is terrible that's what is that it says monster energy absolute zero But it's the purple version. Do you want like a Red Bull or something? I think I have nah, one in the I'm fridge. Just sip a little more of this. I'll be fine. <laughs> I have a uh, no, Mount, Mountain Dew uh, throwback. I paid, I'll, I'll drink this throw You paid up. good money. <laughs> I paid good money for this crap. I'm going to drink it. Doesn't it doesn't say what the flavor is. That sounds like something my grandfather would have done. I paid good money for this garbage. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> yeah. But there's something to that. Yeah. That's I guess. how Wendy's stays in business. I ate there for the first time in almost years, like a couple of weeks back. Right. It was probably actually my best Wendy's experience. They've actually kind of upped their menu. You got choices of sides and things now. Yep. So they fancied it up. Yeah. If you eat in, it's an okay thing. Oh, so once you take it home and it ages in the bag? Eh, I don't know. It's most fast food once it ages in the bag. Right. It's like McDonald's fries. They're great when they're fresh and they're. You want to kill your parents if you eat them right. dead. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I guess uh, what did everybody get for Christmas that they that stands out in their brain? What's your favorite Christmas present? The coolest thing I got was uh, hand solo and carbonite rug. Oh, nice. Oh, I saw that online. That looks so cool. Yeah. Like so, a, like a throw rug kind of. Yeah, thing? but it's a nice. full. I mean, it's big. Right. It's a long runner rug. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And my uh, in-laws ordered that for me. And uh, I ended up getting two accidentally. Oh. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> one one for each side of the bed? Basically. Well, I'm going to hang one up like a tapestry. Nice. Okay. Uh, eventually. You'll show me the tapestries? Yep. But I'm keeping them in the bag for now. Gotcha. I was looking um, at getting one of those for the hallway, actually. Uh, but I didn't know if it's too wide for the hall. Uh, no. I think it'd be just right, actually. It would not be too wide. That, that would I be. Can, I can guarantee you. 
Good. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Moving Very in cool. that direction. Uh, so I know Jeff, you went to CES today. I did. Give give me I the did. short version. Uh, lots of TVs. <laughs> lots of TVs. That's <laughs> yes. It. Uh, Is it all that 4K stuff? Yeah. Uh, it, it, there's also 8Ks out there too. Which uh, who even what can be the difference? Uh, twice the, as many pixels oh, as geez. the uh, the 4Ks. <laughs> It's the thing that gets me on that. There's barely content for 4K televisions, right? So, well, I mean, they're they're. I mean, no, I know Netflix is right. making things for it, and it's growing slowly, but What's it's still the niche. Point where human well, vision no longer can detect the difference. Are we past it? Uh, it's at roughly around 300 pixels per inch, and even at four and 8K, it doesn't achieve that on big screen TVs. Okay, so, so we're not there yet. No, I hear it's kind you, of off putting how. Just clear, like I've heard it equated to like virtual reality as, as depicted in the movies in the nineties. Yeah, I, well, you know, it's hmm. it's really, really sharp, really clear picture. But the the thing that still amuses me to this day is you ha- you're walking around and there's people with their cell phone cameras and their <laughs> video cameras and they're videotaping these TVs with their Lower resolution cameras to take home to try to show somebody. Look how clear this is. Something that they can't possibly <laughs> perceive. Uh, yeah. Through the through this That's pretty dumb poor quality video. Uh, um. Uh, do they still do that thing where a lot of these TVs and I see it still a lot on the demos in the stores and stuff where the the. The movies and the television shows look like they were filmed on a soap opera set. Okay, you're talking about the uh, the some call it dejuttering. Um, it's it's essentially it's a motion smoothing thing. Uh, the computer that's inside the TV, you know, depending on how many frames per second the source material is encoded, like film, it's typically 24 frames per second. And if you have a TV that's capable of syncing up to that. Your TV will sync to forty or to twenty-four frames a second. Um, if it was encoded in thirty or sixty frames a second, your TV will sync with that with whatever your your source material, Blu-ray, DVD, etc. Well, what this does is it takes the frames that would be in between. You know, say if you're coding 30, 30 frames a second, it bumps it up to sixty. So the computer is interpolating you know, between frame one and frame two, what frame one and a half would be. And it's supposed to smooth out the motion. The problem is it adds more detail than is necessary. And it looks, it gives you artificial motion. Right, when, it looks when there's no motion. Yeah. It, it makes a, a film, like something that was filmed, look like video. Right. So it... Is this the same technology that... The Hobbit was released, the first two? No, Hobbit was filmed in 60 frames a second. Right, but I heard that was described as very soap opera looking. And and it was was projected in 60 frames a second as well. Or no, sorry, 50. 50 frames a second. So it was double the typical 24. Okay. But you're talking a lot of math. Yeah. Um, The problem that most people were, were running into is that the theaters they were seeing it in weren't properly set up for the uh, the 50 frames per second that it was supposed to be projected at, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was 50. I have to double check that. But the theaters weren't properly set up for it, so it looked wrong. Okay. 
That makes sense. Yeah, I, so, just, I despise that look. Oh yeah, it's it's terrible. It takes Gross. it takes that kind of archival, you know, film look and turns it into like like, old like do- you're like you're watching live TV, like yeah. old Doctor Who episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks super gross. Um, but yeah, I, you know, obviously lots of TVs. Connected home is still uh, a big thing. Like, uh, you know, smart light bulbs, smart outlets, smart windows, etc. Controlling your home with your phone. Yeah, phone, tablet. Uh, the one upside that I did like is they're trying to put, you know, small compact sensors. In lots of things, like say you could put a sensor like on, your brain. on pipes. No, like <laughs> for instance, you know, you could put um, on the water pipes in your basement a little sensor. So the sensor is going to be able to detect if there's a potential leak developing, so that you can stop it before a pipe breaks and you know fills your basement full of water. You know, little things like that. You know, so I mean, it's it's neat stuff. It's just it's not. To the point, I mean, it's it's coming down in price to the point that it's affordable, but the average person is not going to go out and buy all of this stuff and put it in their house. Was sure. Bill Gates yeah. there with his poop water machine, or did he just announce that? I, I didn't see that, but... Uh, I, I'm at a loss for poop water machine. It takes poop and turns it into water. <laughs> what a glorious man. Mm-hmm. Is he Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's better than Jesus. He is better than Jesus. He probably just extracts. Wine. Yeah, poop to, poop to waters. waters. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Like, that's saving lives. That's dude, you know what? Not that's, life of the party. I think that's some dead sea scroll shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> and yay, the Lord did crap in his hand. <laughs> and verily, he squeezed into a jar a quart of water. That's yay, a gospel yay, I get behind. He did get water from a turd. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, there's, there's excess moisture that could be you know, extracted, filtered, and, you know. That's precisely used. what this machine does, yeah. Jeff. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, they've been doing that on the space station for years. I mean, But will people be able to urine. get past the psychological aspect of it being poop water? That's Dude, the question. People will go get the poop water. It'll come at a premium. Oh, <laughs> and then think of it like that. Anthony Bourdain's opening a restaurant where everything's prepared with poop water. It's like that special coffee where it has to be pooped out through the animal. Restaurant's called I Shit You Not. <laughs> the only place I didn't get to today, and I'm hoping to go hit that tomorrow, is the, uh, the 3D. I'm hoping to go print- hit that tomorrow. <laughs> uh, the 3D printing pavilion, because they expanded it, but they moved it from the Las Vegas Convention Center to the Sands Expo, which is a few miles away. Well, now they're and, spreading CES all over all sorts of hotels. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's it's in uh, three different hotels this year. It's in the Aria, it's in the Sands Expo, and the Venetian, as well as the Las Vegas Convention Center. Nope, won't do it. Is there that much worthy shit to even look at, or is it just filler and hoo-ha? I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff, but, I mean, the, the problem is it's you have a lot of the same stuff being presented there's not as many reveals at CES anymore as there were a few years ago because you have so much of these smaller tech shows leading up to. So even though CES is the largest consumer electronics showcase in the world, a lot of that stuff gets leaked because of, you know, all the online, you know, news sources. A lot of it gets leaked before CES. And whenever I've gone, it's always seemed to be that there's a lot of people selling the same thing with subtle differences. Right. So I wouldn't say it's filler, but it's certainly a lot of repetition. Yeah. So that's what I expect this year. Everybody's trying to slightly one-up their 
their competitors. Well, I finally dug into Far Cry 4. That arrived. That's fun. If Not too glitchy? Uh, People have been crying about it. Well, I started playing it a month and a half after it came out, after all the patches. So, oh. so far, it's been good. Good, good. So that's my recommendation. Wait a month and a half, people. I enjoyed Far Cry 3. It's hard. I didn't get too far in it. I like this. I really enjoyed Far Cry 3 as well, but I hit a wall with it mm-hmm. where I'm like, I, I'm bored. I feel like I'm doing the same things over and over right. again. There's nothing new. Yep. I haven't hit that with this yet, but I haven't put as much time no. into it as I did 3. Mm-hmm. So, But... I will say there's a lot more fun things. Being able to catch the world on fire is pretty enjoyable. Yep. So And the fire is pretty, too. And, of course, the animals are absolutely cussingly frustrating. The Nature animals, is man. a dick. The animals are weird and sad in, the fir- in, in three, too. It is, but this one, it's... Oh, no, they're just downright evil in this I one. I know, but I just you want to be friends with them. You, you do, but the game will not allow you. I know. And they do not want to be your friends. They are nature. I they, mean, multiple times, he's just sitting there minding his own business, scoping out something, and all of a sudden... Goddamn tiger! Right. He's being attacked by a Bengal yeah, tiger. out of nowhere. And then he'll defeat the tiger, and then, oh shit, here comes an eagle to finish him off. <laughs> an eagle? <laughs> yeah. Those eagles are bastards. There are eagles fighting you now? They sure are. <laughs> he, he got... Let's see, what was it? In a, in, a, in a short span of, I don't know, maybe... A minute and a half, you got attacked by what, like a bear, and then you, you know, it was like a bear, and then like some of those little no, wild dogs. There was and a, then, a pack of wild dogs yes. chasing a bunch of yaks. They took down the yak, started ha- hammering on me. That took them out. Here comes Bengal tiger. I barely survived him, and that's when the eagle. Took yeah, me that's out. right. That's right. All of nature was called upon me. Some wizard of some druid All decided it- I was. My time was done. All in about 90 seconds. I mean, literally, it was that fast. But as part of the fun and the randomness of it, I will say that one thing that is exciting is that you have to save your game every now and then. I mean, it has its autosave points, which is fine, but almost not enough of them. So if you forget to save, you can lo- really lose some some tracking mileage. I tried to get back into uh, Skyrim, but I, my save is at a fucked up place. Oh, no, what's happening there? I've got a troll that I finally just killed, but I'm fighting this troll in a river, and then on one side of me, I got a dragon. On the other side of me, I got another dragon. So I'm standing there with two dragons flying around in the air, and if I go too far in any direction, they're going to come at me. And I have no way of beating them because I'm not powerful enough. How about fast travel? Would it allow you fast travel? I don't know. Give that a shot. I haven't. I I forgot how to play the damn game. It's been so long. <laughs> that is the biggest problem, especially with those big, long mm. character building games. I put eight hours in, and that's about my limit. Sure, eight hours is about all you get from me, unless you are the greatest game ever. Right, and I consider Skyrim one of the greatest games right. ever. But see, for me, that's mm. that's like yeah, that's not concept. Pokemon trading card game. Yeah, I'll give you eighty hours. Game. Well, yeah, games that you build your own worth as a player but you do it in spurts of time mm-hmm. instead of long investments of story arcs and if shit goes wrong you can fix it <laughs> you can't fix shit in skyrim it gets out of hand real quick there are some no-nos mm-hmm. i don't know there's so many options it's almost too many options that's what i love about it but i understand why mm-hmm. someone would hate it for that same mm-hmm. reason because same thing with Inquis- Dragon get, Age Inquisition. I'm I've, trying to get really good with my bow and arrow, but I don't know if that was a bad choice. 
actually in, in Skyrim, that was my favorite choice. It's it's worthy, but you have it's it takes time, and if you don't want to put yeah. the time in, no, I'm down yeah. with time, but just I don't know. I like being successful. I don't <laughs> I don't like games that just keep failing me over and over again. It's really hard. I took and yet, yeah, I let you love the troll. old school games, the old school. Uh, that, that, I mean, that was you know what pa- that was punishment for I like failure. Watching them now, okay. I don't like playing them anymore. <laughs> And too fucking hard. They frustrating. Yeah, you go back in old and not Super NES NES titles. Oh, yeah. yeah, all the Mega Punishing. Mans. I used to beat Mega Man. I'm impressed. I've never even, beat it. Ugh, it's fucking hard. Yeah, it's almost impossible. Uh, and and right now on Twitch they're having uh, awesome games uh, done very fast. You seen that one? I oh, saw that they're doing awesome it. games played qu- done quickly. Uh, they're just doing a charity yes. event. Speed runs. Speed runs of all kind of games. I have spent hours watching this feed now. And they're doing it through for the next couple of days. So check it out. It's really cool on Twitch. Uh, and just stick around for an hour if you don't like the game they're playing. They'll play something else pretty quickly. I watched uh, Zelda 2 today. Watched Donkey Kong Country 2. Uh, saw some Mario Lost Levels. That shit's crazy. Oh, that's hard. That, that game. Ugh. Ugh. But these guys have got it down. They got it down to a science. I'm uh, glad we got Mario 2 instead of the Lost Levels I am game. too. I really I really prefer the, Doki Doki Panic yeah. to uh, that death march that is <laughs> Lost Levels. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. Miyamoto well, was no fool. Anything else you want to throw in before you start some news? 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 Uh, any other geeky things? Yeah. Shit. No, that's fine. So. We can we, we dive right in. Let's go. Let's do it. News you don't give a shit about. All right. The beginning of the year, 2015, is the newsworthy. Here it comes. Not so much. All right. Uh, we already know Sony is planning several potential spinoffs from its Amazing Spider-Man flagship, and since negotiations to cross over with Marvel Cinematic Universe have apparently stalled, the studio is scrambling to determine exactly what to do. So last we'd heard, a Sinister Six spinoff was set to hit in 2016, but a new casting call indicates Sony might be shifting the release schedule again and bumping Amazing Spider-Man 3 back into that slot. With new people? Because they fired Garfield, right? That's what I've heard, but I don't know if we've heard an official word on that, but it, it certainly yeah. seems that hasn't way. hasn't been officially announced, Why? but it sure they seems really like it. They really think he had something to do with the, the thing not working, or is he hard to work with? Uh, it's it's more stems out of, I guess, a misunderstanding. Like, there was some event that he was uh, supposedly going to be at, and... This is partial attribution. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I remember hearing this story. Yeah, he was supposed he was supposed to be a a bunch of mucky mucks were hanging out with the high ups, and he didn't show, and he didn't show, and their granddaughters are all crying. Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And uh, they didn't like the fact that he kind of bad mouthed his last movie. Yeah, afterwards he he was not shy about saying that the movie Uh, was was didn't live up to. Yeah, they don't like the truth. I didn't watch (laughs) it. Ugh. Executives want to hear that their their turds are made out of gold and they're shiny. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't want to hear that they're especially from the people they've stinky paid. turds. Yeah. So yeah, so it's now previously been delayed all the way to 2018. Amazing Spider-Man three. Now the report comes from Bill Beckham casting, 
which lists a need for male and female extras of all races and ethnicities between the ages of 18 and 65. We need some ethnicities. Uh, for Amazing Spider-Man 3 in 2016. So it comes from a casting call from an official casting agent. Uh, I don't know what's happening with it. No one really knows anymore. Sony is really in scramble mode. I mean, you know, beyond the, the, the fallout from the hacks, they're trying to figure out what to do with like their upcoming movie slates because yeah. they're, they're in trouble. Because they in don't, trouble. Well, they don't know what to do with it, and they don't know who to talk to to get it done. Well, they just choose not to try to talk to the right people. If they were smart, I think they sell Spider-Man back to Marvel at a premium while they can, because soon they're going to have to sell it for nothing because <laughs> they're going to be bankrupt. I like this idea, but I think because they, when Marvel gets it back, they'll want it's the licensing and so on. I don't think Sony wants to give up licensing when it comes down to it. Yeah. Because they do make a lot of money off that licensing. And I don't think Marvel wants to do a movie without licensing options. Nor would well, they. Well, I mean, it's Disney. Yeah. I don't know, man. Oh, I wish Spider-Man was in good hands. He hasn't been in good hands filmically ever. Well, Raimi did him right for the first two. Yeah. Best he could. He totally lost control of that third yeah. one, though. Even, even Raimi's this just last week. Yeah, he was talking mad shit again. Yeah, he's like, fuck that movie. <laughs> he's right. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. God, that was a terrible movie. Oh, I did see the interview, though. Uh, I had uh, I had it on uh, Xbox Video. I watched it on Christmas Eve. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, you know, it's it's a Seth Rogen picture and, you know, James Franco. And it's it's silly. I mean, you know, it's not anything, like, outrageous. That's, you know, not a Best Picture nominee or anything. But it's it's a lot of fun. And I think it's a lot smarter than people give it credit for. There's little subtle things worked in that I didn't think of until like well after I watched it. So it's it's definitely worth a view. It's a take homer, huh? Yeah. And Sony did say that they, I think it's just fell short of a couple million of its budget for digital sales. Well, it's it's the the highest grossing direct to video, sure, release ever. <laughs> right, <but laughs> which not, isn't what, saying which, a lot. Yeah, but, exactly. You know. But once they release it on DVD and Blu-ray, it'll more than make its money back. Right. Mm, well, good. And and actually at a profit. So yeah, and they're well on the way there because I guess the budget of the movie was thirty-four pretty, million. Yeah, it wasn't that big. And then they added, I think, what was it, another twenty-five million for advertising. Sure. Prior to them yanking it, so. Uh, which might be my my favorite news you don't give a shit about in a long time. I, I really amused by this. Egypt has banned Exodus, Gods and Kings. Because of what censors described as, quote, quote, historical inaccuracies, unquote. <laughs> the head of the censorship board said that these included the film's historical depiction. inaccuracies. <laughs> included the de- film's depiction of Jews having built the pyramids, and that an earthquake, not a miracle by Moses, caused the Red Sea to part. The pyramids are believed to have built, been built around 1,000 years before the story of Exodus. The uh, biblical story tells of how the Red Sea was parted by a miracle performed by God through Moses, allowing Jewish people to escape the pursuing Egyptian army. Uh, guess what? There's absolutely no proof that the whole Exodus thing ever took right. place. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't go. You can't, that's the problem with people who want to say historically accurate and the Bible yeah. in the same breath. Yeah. Fuck you, you crazy <laughs> shit. Are you crazy as shit? Yes, you are. Yes. 
it is still amazing that that a lot of people still think that the pyramids were built by slave labor. It's like, no, yeah. There's there's mountains of evidence that contradict that belief. Yet you still believe that you know my ancestors built those pyramids under you know under horrible conditions. I'm like, people that worked on the pyramids Maybe were some were pretty pyramids. well taken there's care of. There's a lot of them out there. Yeah, there I'm are. sure not every pyramid was built under union supervision. <laughs> However, we all know who really built the pyramids. The aliens. <laughs> we saw it on Stargate. We know. Right. Aliens. But if, if you had a group of, what, 300,000 Jews wandering the je- desert for a full generation, there would have been some evidence of that along the yeah, way. And probably. No, one, no one has no found, found thing, anything so. ever. <laughs> well, the Lord washed it away, right? Yeah, well, no, that happened that happened beforehand. So. Yeah, but he washed it away again with, with his something. tears. Uh, yeah, his tears. Magic, he was, yeah. magic it out of there. He, he was very emotional back right. then. Oh, boop. he was a bastard back then. Oh my god, I've I've actually been reading the Old Testament over the last <laughs> year. Yeah, and it's so so fascinating to read this this just absolutely vengeful, real frankly, wrath of God frankly, type stuff. Frankly, evil God. Right, because there's so many times in the Exodus story that Pharaoh was going to let them go, but it says, but God hardened Pharaoh's heart so he wouldn't let them go, which means that God just wanted to punch people when right. it comes down to it. He does terrible he's not, shit. I'm not, he's not going to be happy until he kills the firstborn. No, he does He does terrible shit, and he. Uh, I think you know it, it goes back to that. Those are hard times to be living in. Yeah. So, of course, God was a dick, because you look around, babies are dying every day. Old people are thirty, and people—it's you know, like that's, and people that's had a, to ex- wizened old man on the hill, yeah, and people had to explain why bad things were happening. Well, it makes sense that the thing in the sky is doing sure, it. Sure, right, right, yeah. exactly. Well, because pop- our brains started control. to get smart, and it has our, to be attributed to something. Right. And this is pre-scientific method. Exactly. We hadn't had the Occam's razor action where we needed it yet, sadly. Yeah, yeah. population control. You know, it's it's easier to say, don't do something bad because big thing in the sky is watching you all the time. Yeah, well, that's the modern version. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> that's exactly where we're at. Back then, it was just explaining why people got washed away. Mm-hmm. Well, they were just pretending well, there was something and then, looking. But yeah, now they there were... really is something looking. Have you seen the, the drone that hangs around Caesars? Have you seen it? <laughs> no. no There's a little that drone one. that hangs around Caesars. <laughs> Uh, I think it's out there for the for the winter chalet to take some uh, pictures. It and probably stuff. is, okay. yeah. But uh, yeah, this is a straight up drone flying around. That's I'm like, funny. Ah, Those are fascinating little things. Oh, it's fascinating. It's fascinating that Congress is going to have a field day with it oh. as to what gets regulated and all that kind of hoo ha. Well, FAA is still in the middle of yeah. trying to illegal determine. drones are going to be a big thing soon. Yeah, well, you I'm going to own three. <laughs> <laughs> Chop shop them. It does take great flight pictures, though. Yeah. They're beautiful flight pictures. But that's what people don't want. Yeah. They got drones it, flying over pig farms, and suddenly people go, oh, God. <laughs> that's what's happening now. Flying up to the daughter's windows. and yeah. Oh, oh, boy. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that was the big thing at NAB last year, you know, the, the drones are capable of replacing, you know, those sweeping helicopter shots you see in a lot of film and television. And they can do it a lot cheaper. In yeah. my workplace, we have classic car shows, and there's always some dude with a drone taking overflight pictures of it. It yeah. looks great, but at the same time, you're going, such 
technology could go real foul real fast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's already. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's already. Yeah. That's, it's here. If the public has it, government's had it for 10 years. Yep. Forget it. Yep. It's the, <laughs> it, there it is. It's in. Forget it. It's in. Enjoy it. Theirs can't be seen. That's all. Right. <laughs> theirs fly. And that's the truth. They fly at Way altitudes yeah. that are so high you cannot see them. You hear about the droning... St- I don't want to get into it. God damn it. <laughs> <sighs> I think we talked about that a little bit, about the cloudy days. Yeah, and, yeah. it's so sad. The shit... We have, we, have, we have instilled a generation full of terror of, for drones in, the, in some Middle Eastern countries. It's yeah. awful. Ugh. News you don't give a shit about. Drones. Fuck <laughs> them. Uh, Although a Carter's pilot for the after, this is Chris Carter of X-Files fame. Yeah, he got dumped. The after, the first new series since the X-Files ended 13 years ago. It premiered on Amazon streaming service last February. The project was given the green light for more episodes a month later. But Variety reports that it has been canceled. No reason for the cancellation was given. No additional episodes were produced after the pilot, which starred Adrian Pasder. Pazdar, uh, Sharon Lawrence, and Jamie Kennedy, and others in a story Jamie of... Jamie Kennedy. That really oh, kind of... You can't, you can't catch a break. Well, yeah. that's probably why it failed. That's what first thing came to my mind. Yeah. I, I just can't... He's after a, his Hickler he's a documentary... That what was, a dingus. Yeah. Uh, it was a story about eight strangers forced to survive in a bizarre post-apocalyptic world. As late as this past July, Carter was talking about the show running at least 99 episodes loosely patterned oh. after the 99 cantos of Dante's Inferno. Oh, Chris Carter, you're 100 years old. You're cute. <laughs> uh, did you ever see Jamie Kennedy's uh, live New Year's Eve broadcast in L.A.? From a couple I years back? I didn't see it, but I heard about the fallout. It's on YouTube. You um, can see it. Refresh me in the, the I just, it's just It's just a bunch of crazy swearing and cur- and dumb shit, and nobody knows what's going on, and it's just one of the most discombobulated things you've ever seen okay, put on I got, TV. I got to look that up. Yeah, it's pretty silly. It's not like, oh, ground shaking, but it's, you know, it's a bunch of dumb swears, and he's just awful. Mildly entertaining if you have nothing better to do. Right. <laughs> Bored on a Sunday, there's your answer. The Jamie Kennedy failed <laughs> New Year's Eve hosting. Week in Geek! Yeah, yeah, these nuts. Variety reports that Scarlett Johansson has signed on to star in the upcoming bits, big screen adaptation, bit screen, bit screen of Ghost in the Shell, yeah, the popular that. Japanese anime. Uh, Rupert Sanders, who did Snow White and the Huntsman, will helm the film, which was penned by Bill Wheeler. Avi Arad and Stephen Paul will oh, be producing, no. right? He's the guy behind Spider-Man, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, Avi Arad. And... DreamWorks and Steven Spielberg, who's been a longtime fan of the original, will oversee production. But again, don't get too excited about that because he also produces Transformers. So, right. Yeah, Spielberg don't give a fuck anymore. He don't give a fuck. Well, uh, he doesn't give a fuck unless it's his own film. I guess. It's like his when he's on his own films, well, he's like super, super. The crazy thing say controlling, is, but is this should be Battle Angel Alita from years ago. But James Cameron never got around to making that. They're gonna make this. I don't even know this. It's the it's it's kind of Ghost in the Shelly. It's a it's a sentient robot striving to go to this outworld above the Earth. Okay, Do you remember that uh, movie that came out with what's his nuts 
and um, no, <laughs> uh, who's her face? The girl from Taxi Driver. Are you talking Jody about Foster. Elysium with yes. Matt Damon? Yes. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. I never saw Elysium. I never saw it either. But it's the story it's, of Battle right. Angel Alita, basically. Okay, so uh, you got the uh, the lower class on the lower, on the Earth, right? And then the upper class in the unattainable higher plane, right? Yes, right. Okay. That's kind of, except this one's a little more robo-fantasy fighting crazy. But but uh, Ghost in the Shell is a great story. What Ghost in the Shell are they going to do? Are they going to remake the film? Are they going to try and tackle it from, if they do it like the television think, show. I don't think we know yet. If they do it like the television show, it's got a better chance of succeeding, I think. Because that's a more understandable take on it in a right. lot of ways. Well, is it's that because it, it has longer time to tell the story? It's because it's just a cop procedural that just happens to have a robo AI girl. And my God, if they put Scarlett Johansson in that outfit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will not make it through that movie. Oh, my God. Have you seen that one? I have not seen any Ghost in the What? Yeah, I, what the fuck? <laughs> what is Are you telling me what? I, my anime is so... I, oh, damn. I saw the, the two Titan films. Titan is the only anime i've watched all the way up to what was available to me i saw the first that i saw the two films in the theater and i watched i didn't get to see all of standalone complex when it was on adult swim but i yeah. saw a lot of episodes yep. of it in fact i never even figured out how that ended the, eh, it was kind of just open oh just they just kind of left it open sort of uh well man yeah you gotta see it she's got the craziest outfit in the world <laughs> she's basically wearing a two sizes too small leather jacket. Okay. Over swim trunks. And she's got boots. Yeah. <laughs> and that's her cop outfit. I don't think they do that in the movie. They should. I think they will for a little bit. I think they'll they'll homage it. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I think they'll Oh my God. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson in that outfit would be unstoppable. Unstoppable. <laughs> Holy crap. 20th Century Fox has added another X-Men spinoff to their upcoming slate. The card-throwing mutant Gambit will arrive next year. Gambit will hit theaters October 7th, 2016, just five months after the sequel, X-Men Apocalypse, on May 27th. As reported earlier, Alabama native and Gambit superfan Channum Tatum will take over <laughs> from the role from Taylor Kitsch from the X-Men Origins Wolverine. Uh, the character's rumored to appear in Apocalypse before his big solo outing. Fox also has plans for another comic book series. We can expect Josh Trank's Fantastic Four reboot to debut August 7th of this year. And while we get to see any footage from the movie, the sequel has already been set for June 7th, 2nd of 2017. Other properties include the live-action adaptation of the video game Assassin's Creed, starring Michael Fassbender which will debut just in time for Christmas in 2016. Can you smell the butt stink off of that Gambit movie from here? Because <laughs> I can. That is going to stink like shit. Dirty butthole, as that you is like to say. filthy, dirty butthole of a movie. I don't know how to feel about the X-Men movies right now. I, I didn't see the last one, and that's partially why. I really enjoyed the one prior to that it, one. though. It's okay. Okay. It's just okay. Uh, you think I think it's, it's better than okay, yeah. It's certainly not the best of the X-Men films, it but has, it's it's a very good it has sequel. some shining moments. I think it has more than a few. It is uh it's pretty good. 
is not great, but it's pretty good. Although Honest Trailer's head is said at best. It's like <laughs> Brian Singer, the the only director with the power to completely erase uh, Brett Ratner from the X Men timeline. <laughs> yeah, it does cut out that terrible, terrible thing for the most part. Well, that's a plus on the column. But, um, Watch it all the way through, though, because I mean, you know, get the the stinger at the end and so oh, forth. Absolutely, but, uh, uh, I, of course, it's yeah. being a superhero movie, you can't not stinger. I got to oh, say, yes. Although I do have to ask before going into it, are the Sentinels done well? Um, they're done differently. Yeah, mm, I love t- Sentinels differently, but T-1000. in a good way. Well, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry, two of you. They're more T1000. Okay, T- yeah, okay. they're different, but in a good way. All right. Um, Try to think. They're more you do like- have okay because there's a time travel aspect. You do have the classic Sentinel look, and then you have in the future you have a completely different sen- Sentinel, which is. Uh, T-1000. Yeah, exactly. The T-1000 so, okay. with the powers of a super scroll. I accept your proposal. It's basically a super scroll okay. robot. All right. I do have to. And it's, yeah, yeah, definitely see it. He It's not for lack of one. Spoiler. Um, What's his name? Uh, The station agent. St- I don't. Station agent? Yeah. The. The. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. he's um he's the Game of Thrones, uh, the guy that played Tyrion. Tyrion. Oh, uh. <laughs> Tyrion Lannister. Okay, basically, I'll take that. So Tyrion Lannister puts glasses on and goes, "I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd and a scientist." <laughs> That's all it took. He's not very good. Uh, <laughs> Hello, I'm a nerd and a scientist, and I'm going to build this thing. Now, is and, it him or the script? It's him. And uh, after him. Destiny, I can believe it. it's him. Yeah, it's him. He's Des- not that his, good. His performance in Destiny. He's not that good. He uh, he goes. Uh, he goes. Uh, he finds. He gets Mystique. Okay, and she's the secret to it all because she can blend and morph into and whatever. Because right? she's also Jennifer Lawrence. Right. Barf. <laughs> speaking speaking of not that good. Woof. Did you see Mockingjay? Is that what it is? Uh, dude, the second one. The yeah. new one that's on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Is that the second one? I think so. No, Catching Fire. No, Catching Fire. Mockingjay is the third I can't one. even watch Catching Fire. I watched five minutes of it. And I'm like, oh, stop it. I never got caught in the first one. I watched nah, the first one. I was like, this is okay. Either. Well, I mean, I just, God damn it. It's it's the fucking Battle Royale. Oh, yeah. Hey. yeah. That is hard to get past. Oh, if you're a, yeah, if you read. Anyway, <laughs> so he fixes it. So he puts it, he puts it in there. So they they can do the powers of anything they come in contact. The super scroll aspect. Yes, I'm down. I'll I, I, I really these, enjoyed it. I can it. make these things incredible. They could do anything <laughs> they need. I can make them the best. They'll be they'll be unstoppable. She's the secret to all of it. I have to have her DNA. I'm I'm Game of Thrones. Why is it that everything attached to <laughs> The video game Destiny just just turns to shit. <laughs> you 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 have no. The actor plays Tyrion Lannister vo- in the most boring voiceover ever recorded, and now you have Paul McCartney in the most boring, dumb music video and song he's ever recorded. It's it's mind blowing. What's happening? He's also a thousand years old. He doesn't even know what he's doing at this point. But here's the thing: he still puts out good stuff. I've yeah. seen heard some of his newer stuff. It's not bad at all. It's so not this, old, but right. it's great. Uh, but this was just boring, and the video of it is the dumbest thing. That's a stupid game. Peter Dinklage is who we're thinking Thank of. Thank you. That's exactly it. 
I'm going to use all of my brains to make a good <laughs> thing out of this thing. I'm here to help people. I detect mutants. I'm a smart. I'm a Tyrion Lannister, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Hello, I'm Tyrion Lannister, Game of Thrones. And I wear glasses and I'm a midget. I am going to learn. No, I shouldn't say that. Midget's <laughs> not the word. I should call myself a dwarf. He's an imp. I'm an imp. That's true. <laughs> this is what I do. I'm going to find this girl, and she will help me. Ladies and gentlemen of the military, <laughs> I'm here to tell you. you really talks like this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. You never watched it? You never heard him? No. You never heard him talk? It's how he talks. Well, it works for Game of Thrones. Ladies and gentlemen of the military. Well, no. In Game of Thrones, he puts on the English stuff under it, and, it's in it, and then it comes off as smarmy. Because mm-hmm. it's, oh, you don't think I'm going to just let you live? He sounds like a goddamn Bond villain. But that list but comes through without the thing. <laughs> Without the without the English accent, that lisp just comes through, and it's just all. If we don't stop them now, we're going to be in real trouble in a few years because they're going to get loose and do things we don't like. So you're going to help me, military peoples. These this little ball I had, this little thing I have right here, it looks like an iPod, and it's going to detect mutants. And you're a mutant. Beep 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 beep. Boom! It's the it's the mystique. We should get it. We should catch her right now. I'm Game of Thrones, and I say stop. <laughs> I'm Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'm g- guest starring Game of Thrones in X Men. I really, I really thought they dropped the ball. There was no reason to have that character. Trask, right? Right. Okay. It's fucking weird. They should have had him. No, it wasn't Trask. Was wasn't it Trask? Trask? Yeah, I guess it was Trask. Trask Industries. Yeah. Yeah, it was Trask. They should have had. I thought he would have been a great pit. I thought that was a missed opportunity. A puck, you mean? Puck. That's what I meant. You're right. He would have been a fantastic puck. He so, looks like him. Right. In the face, everything. Great way that, to bring in yeah. Alpha Flight. You know, even just a touch could have buddied up. It'd been really fun to see him buddied up with Wolverine. That'd been fun to have Alpha Flight in there. Right. Or even just even just for a flash, just for mm-hmm. a second. But uh, no, man. Let's make him an evil genius. Uh, he's not the leader. <laughs> What's this stupid man? It's just don't you think it was dumb? I don't I don't you don't I, need to make the little weird guy the evil guy. <laughs> I didn't see it as 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 so much of a huge part of the film as you did, I guess. Well, cuz you didn't <laughs> you didn't know what how important Game of Thrones is. <laughs> Hello, I'm Mr. Game of Thrones. I'd like for you to Stop what you're doing right now, gentlemen. Days of Future Past, starring Game of Thrones. Pay attention to this I have on this screen. You see how mutants are doing things? Well, soon they'll do more. Do you want that? (laughs) No, you don't. So how about you give me a bajillion gajillion dollars? That's the movie. Wasn't that kind of what X-Men 2 was about? It's all the same. (laughs) Yeah. It's all the same. Well, because it goes in the past. It's all the same. That's what I'm saying. It's not that. It's not that good. Gotcha. I fell asleep first time I watched it. Oh, not that I don't fall asleep a lot in movies. I was gonna say <laughs> that's not saying much. But <laughs> yeah, it's really hard for me to stay awake in movies now. God, I just that's that's why I can't use that as material to fall asleep to. I can you, use you anything have, as material to fall asleep. But at I mean, this point. you know, if if it's something that you enjoy, you know, actively watching. Turning it into a passive watching situation, you you start. But I'm just saying. But the the whole process, you're you're training your brain to switch off when it needs to be switched on. Yeah, no, I did that with reading. You're conditioning. I read. I fall asleep. Conditioning yourself. (laughs) 
Yeah. It's the terrible. conditioning. I hate it. Sci-Fi has announced developments of a catfish-style reality show called oh, good. Hackers. Examining a new cybercrime each episode and featuring interviews with law enforcement officials as well as perpetrators. Boo. The producers promise that the show takes, quote, viewers deep inside the shadowy and dangerous world of high-tech hackers for the very first time using sophisticated, never-before-seen digital graphics to create an experimental hacking scene that oh, exposes... off. That actually happens. Done. I'm still quoting. What happens when a computer network is broken into, including what goes on inside the mind of the hacker? Unquote. I was done two sentences ago. Elevator pitch. All right, guys. Blind date with the graphics from Lawnmower Man. <laughs> Sold. Get this boy a contract. <sighs> who who you got? Who you thinking of having starred it? Well, I'm glad you asked. He's right here. Where? Right behind me. Hello, my name's Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'm very small and diminutive, but I was waiting to be in your in your show. I'm gonna be the hack. Whenever the the computer goes wrong, I'm gonna wear a suit that says hack, and I'll be hacking it. I'll come across and I'll hack things. And people will go, isn't that Game of Thrones? <laughs> it might be distracting at first, but think of the ratings. If true crime TV isn't to your liking, Hackers follows on the heels of USA's Mr. Robot, a Christian Slater starring hacker thriller, giving a series order back in I December. You we're going to say a Christian themed <laughs> Mr. Robot. Can I go to heaven? Can I ever go to heaven? No, I'm sorry, Mr. Robot. Speaking of... Why? I, I really now want to see Kirk Cameron saving Christmas. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Just because you've heard it so bad? Just because I've heard... Not I've only heard it so bad. I've heard it from fundamentalist Christians that it is so bad. Yeah. Uh, he went way off the deep end. I mean, nuts. my mother and a friend went, and she had to apologize afterwards. And my mom's a strong Christian. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, just hearing her just lambaste this movie, and she never lambastes any movie. Mm. I have to see it. <laughs> I have to know. I know it's up for Razzie upon Razzie. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Kirk Cameron. <laughs> what a dingus. Yeah. All right, let's Saving get some. Christmas. From what, sir? <laughs> From itself? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Too late. From that script. Idiot. <laughs> Idiot. Uh, some sad news. Uh, Edward Herman passed away in a New York City hospital after a long battle with brain cancer. The actor was taken off life support after reportedly spending most of December in the ICU. Oh, crap. Brain cancer? Yeah. Ugh. The Tony Award winner was known for his work from The Good Wife, Law and Order, Gilmore Girls, and 30 Rock. But I'll always remember him as head vampire Max... In The Lost Boys. Mm -hmm. We also lost Christine Cavanaugh, known for her role as Goslin Duck from Darkwing Duck, uh, Chucky on Rugrats, Oblina on Ah, Real Monsters, Babe right. in the 1995 film, Dexter in Dexter's Laboratory, right. as well as live-action roles in Cheers, Empty Nest, Wings, and The X-Files. She passed away December 22nd in Los Angeles. There was no other info on how she passed. Not really. Sad. Uh, the, the oh, shoot, I just totally forgot her name. Uh, she played Ellie Mae Clampett on the oh, yeah. on the Beverly Hillbillies. Just passed away too. That's right. Yeah. So that's how many that we just mentioned. Three. Three. That's how it goes. I thought it was four. Nope. Oh, you, Game, you mentioned Game of three, Thrones and is still I, alive. <laughs> uh, I just hate that whole like oh it always happens in threes. I'm like I just did. 
really? Because there's probably <laughs> 10 or 15 more people that we just didn't even mention. Well, well, if we start counting Bollywood actors, right? That's when it changes the game. Well, if you got an Xbox One or a PlayStation 4 this Christmas, you probably realized you couldn't play it for a couple of days. Uh, recently, Sony said it was sorry for the Christmas outages on the PlayStation Network, which hacker group Lizard Squad claimed credit for, and offered a gift to PlayStation Network users five free days of PlayStation Plus, plus a 10% discount off total cart purchase in the PlayStation Store. Uh, to say the response to this gift was tepid or even hostile in some circles is an understatement. Both Sony and Microsoft suffered from DDoS attacks over Christmas, making it very difficult at times, impossible for Xbox Ones and PS4 owners to get online and play. Uh, if you don't know what a DDoS attack is, that's basically where they create a whole bunch of bots to... Distributed ba- denial yeah. of service. Attack. Yeah, just... We've actually been attacked by that in the past, our website, Yeah, where they just throw all sorts of information at it, trying to access it from too many places, and the system just can't handle it. Dumb buttholes. Yep. What's uh, interesting, a follow-up on that, though, is like they, they, they were touting the fact that, you know, you know, you'll never find us, and you know we're. You no, know, I was getting to that. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Uh, Lizard had the Squad rest of that. took credit for both attacks, and only relented after Mega Upload founder Kim dot com gave them premium accounts to his popular file sharing site. So, yeah, they got what they wanted. Uh, meanwhile, law enforcement in in United Kingdom announced they have arrested a 22 year old man from Twickenham, England, who is believed to be linked to Lizard Squad. He was charged and released on bail after his December 31st arrest by Thames Valley Police. Twiggingham. There have been, been a couple of other arrests, too. Yeah, there was one in Finland. Yeah. So Finland, Finland. It's amazing Finland. how fast the uh, the Lizard Squad's Twitter bank went quiet when they started getting, or people when people started getting arrested. It's true. So, yeah, who knows? And speaking of Sony, they finally announced that its game streaming service, PlayStation Now, will cost roughly $20 a month when it launches on January 13. The service will launch with more than 100 PS3 games that you can play without having to deal with downloads, installs, or patches, according to Sony. The service will launch in North America with other regions getting access to it at a date to be announced. Sony is offering two subscription plans at the moment for PlayStation Now. One month is $19.99 or three-month packages for $44.99, roughly $15 a month. A seven-day free trial of the service will also launch on January 13th. The reaction to Sony's PlayStation blog for fans is mixed. Uh, some like the price point, which is in line with what video game rental services like Gamefly charge for games, while others think it should be roughly 10 to $15 a month. It's also unclear if Sony plans to offer a discount to those who already subscribe to its PlayStation Plus subscription service, or if the company will offer a year-long subscription with even deeper discounts. I got to play around with that a little bit today. It's CES? pretty smooth, yeah. Now, granted, it's CES, and they have a lot of that. Uh, a lot of the services that they debut at CES, they typically have some kind of a local service, so uh, everything looks much better than it does Your actually in practice. Vary. Yeah, exactly. But uh, it is streamed, so there's, yeah. that's um, just a matter of managing the I don't the like ping, it, though, though. man. Yeah. You're never going to own a video game again. Um, there is that. I, there I, is that. Is right. It's terrible. I didn't perceive any lag. Um, controllers seem to be fairly responsive. I mean, you know, the, the the one that I played, it was it was streaming through a PS4, but then around the corner, they had a couple people Fudge's playing mate. Street Fair. Yeah, thank you. 
Uh, they had a couple people playing Street Fighter um, on a, a Sony uh, PlayStation Now enabled TV. So. Hey, hey, you want to come check out our new network? That's you know, it's funny. At work a few weeks ago, somebody ordered. I got, got some got some delicious beverages if you'd like. Ordered two we milks have a selection and a lemonade. Of milk. Yeah. <laughs> no, this milk is not a lie. Here. Somebody we ordered two milks lemonade. and a lemonade. No, what? Who did that? Yeah, at work. <laughs> there were a bunch of kids at the table, and they're like, okay, one milk here, another a lemonade, and another milk. And I'm like, so a milk, a milk, and a lemonade. I'll be right back. <laughs> you care for dessert? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I couldn't stop giggling when I was getting the order together. <laughs> milk, milk, lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> never thought I'd see the day, but there it was. I've never seen that combination in all of my years of servants. Well, oh, you know, but it, it wasn't in the right order. I just read it back in the proper order. No, you order. have to. You have yeah. to. Yeah. It's like when I uh, said, when somebody orders an Earl Grey tea, of course I set it down. I'm like, all right, tea, Earl Grey, hot. <laughs> some people catch it, some don't. <laughs> Do those that catch it go, shut up. Next generation is shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Never sure got that. I'm sure they don't. Nobody. <laughs> I would love it to happen. Nobody I'm, thinks that. No, they don't because it's the best. <laughs> Next generation is the best, inarguably so. Politico is reporting that Republicans, who have control of both houses of Congress, have plans to stop whatever new net neutrality rules the FCC might implement in the early part of this year. The FCC is expected to announce new net neutrality rules in the early part of 2015, though what those new rules are remains to be seen. The FCC is considering whether to ban paid prioritization, where companies pay broadband providers a fee for faster access to customers, and if broadband and mobile providers need to be reclassified as common carriers, like phone companies currently are, under Ugh. Title II of the Telecommunications yep. Act. <laughs> Republican Senator John Thune, who will lead the Senate Commerce <laughs> Committee, is already talking about a bill that would stop any such rules presented by the FCC. Senator Thune said that he is, quote, very interested in finding a legislative solution to protect the open Internet, especially if it means keeping the FCC from imposing public utility regulations, unquote, according to what a spokeswoman told Politico. Uh, Representative Bob Goodlatte, the chair of the House Judiciary Committee, said he would work on legislation that would undermine the FCC's net neutrality authority by shifting it to antitrust enforcers, according to Politico. Uh, Republicans are also considering a plan to change the Communications Act, which gives the FCC the authority to regulate cable, wireless, and phone companies. The law hasn't changed since 92, well before the internet and broadband became popular in the majority of American households. So So hold on to your hats. Right. We're going to have to start some kind of ham radio for internet. You know, the, the argument that drives me the most nuts in this whole situation is the the whole notion that by imposing the telecommunications regulations that are already in place for a lot of telecommunications companies that they think that's restricting free speech. And I, I'm just like, are you fucking retarded? Dude, I mean, are, are you really stupid? Well, they, that's they, because they, they, they it's say, enforcing free. It, it, yeah. it's, it's keeping free speech, free. but it's not free speech for companies who are yeah. people, right? They get to do whatever they want. Cause they're people. That's right. That the, the moment that the Supreme court said that corporations have the rights of a person, 
all ruined bets everything. were fucking yeah. off. Until they repeal that shit, but they we use, ain't getting nowhere. And they use the same arguments for how much money they can give to a campaign. Yep. That is free speech on part of the corporation. The Thank you, America. <sighs> You've earned it. Yep. Shit. Sony announced this week. Move. <laughs> Sony announced this week that PlayStation 4 has sold more than 18.5 million units worldwide since its launch in November of 2013. They've all been hacked. The new figures tabulate units sold as uh, as of January 4th, 2015. Sony also said that during the critical holiday shopping season, November to January, it managed to sell 4.1 million units worldwide. For perspective, by 2009, the Xbox 360 sold 17.3 million units cumulative in three years. So it's it's amazing that to by me, a long yeah, shot. How both consoles are far outselling their previous generation. Yeah, I mean, like ridiculously so, and especially when you consider the install base of the last gen systems. Sure. You know, and this, there's a lot of people with PS3s and Xbox 360s, and the argument was like, well, those people aren't going to want to buy the next-gen systems because they already have a system that works, blah, blah, blah. And here, the sales numbers are that prove that absolutely wrong. I mean, these consoles are selling really well. Well, I think what's, hel- what's helping is that there's finally games worth playing on. Yeah, I mean, it is it is a full year later, and we're finally and getting some good things. it's been almost a generation. These are new children who need a system. There's that too. It's been that yeah. long, and there's and and that's saying how there neck and neck were, this you know, fight they're, is they're between ten year olds yeah. who are looking for a system mm-hmm. that never had an option till now. This is their yeah. first wave of consoles. There is that, and I, they're just so much more capable. And that overall. the gaming audience has grown older as far right. as who's still gaming. Mm-hmm. So you're right, adding that group to who already wants a new console. That makes sense, money-wise and sales-wise. I just don't know what to get still. Hmm. Well, again, wait till the right game yeah. and yep. incentive. Because, quite frankly, after playing uh, Super Smash Brothers, I'm kind of on board to buy you the moment I find one at a price I like. Right. You like that one, yeah? I really like that Super Smash Brothers. And with knowing what's coming up with uh, Zelda and so mm-hmm. on, and knowing that Nintendo's currently working on a new console. Nintendo will always give you five unbeatable games per console. You will have five games you can get nowhere else that are going to be top quality. But period. it took that release for yeah. me to be interested. All right. Yeah. No, I mean, I still don't have one. I tell you what, though. I really, when I saw it, really wanted the collector edition PS4 that had the classic PS1 paint scheme on it. Oh, expensive as it, oh yeah. Well, I mean, if you if you got in at the right time and pre-ordered them, they weren't. They were only it was like $150, $200 more than the actual console. Yeah. But it was a limited edition and limited number and they sold out like Did you see Mad crazy. Cats had a uh, has an expansion port at CES? No. For your uh PlayStation 4? Do you guys have PlayStation 4? Yeah, it's right over there. That's it. Yep. Sitting there? Yep. No, on it's, it's on the side? bottom shelf. Little tower on the top. Oh, I was, that's, the oh, that's PS3. three. That's yeah, three. So. It's on the bottom shelf um, down there. So, the PlayStation Four, uh, the Mad Cats is selling a, a little shell that goes over top of it to let you house bigger and better hard drives. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes it easier to install a new hard drive because you have to take it apart a, right and put now. Put a bigger one in. Because you can install one, but it takes a little time. And we're yeah. talking like through the USB three point port. 
I don't know. I think it's I think it's just an additional shell piece. Maybe it just sits on the outside. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe it is that. Maybe you it just said it was mad cats. Yeah, look it up. I'm looking I'll into look it, it well, because I mean, I'm I... already running into storage issues. Right. See, that's the only other thing, man. It's so it takes so much goddamn space. I was Let looking look through the gaming quick. marketplace today at CES, and I didn't see uh, mad cats. So I must have just not been looking in the, the right CES area. CES gaming marketplace is where the really independent people are, usually. Well, yes and no. I mean, Oculus was in there. Um, you know, they were they were demoing the Oculus Rift. Uh, they had Stern Pinball was in there. Really? Feature, yeah, they had uh, a few different machines. They had a, the Star Trek, the, the J.J. Abrams Star Trek-themed uh, pinball game. They had a WWE game. There was another one that I'm blanking out oh walking dead pinball was in there as well fun but uh yeah i mean it is it was a mix of you know names you know and then of course a bunch of names you're like who (laughs) with this keyboard piano peripheral yeah yeah so uh yeah there was a a really interesting peripheral that they had uh working with oculus rift it was a you remember those old school vr setups where you had the you had the the frame that that surrounded you and you like when you turned you it would follow with you and, yeah in the 90s and you could when kind vr of, was the yeah, new you, thing you could kind of walk well this thing was uh it has these felt bottom shoes that you wear and it has a really smooth surface on the bottom and it has a a, a belt attachment that you attach to so like when you actually walk there's sensors on the little booties that so you're walking you're actually moving your feet and in the game you start walking um, and in the particular game they were demoing with uh, with the Oculus, they had uh, uh, a gun peripheral, and they were going through like a uh, a target setup where you know you're seeing what they're seeing, you know, and so they start walking, and then it starts moving on the screen, and then they're aiming their gun at the little different targets, and uh, like like it was almost like you know those classic the uh, arcade style where you knock over the duck and the yeah. It was like that, only it was a, a walkthrough. You're like walking through these corridors and, and shooting these th- these carnival-style targets. Well, but uh, Paul pulled up the uh, article on that PS4 housing. It says uh, it's called the, the Nyko Data Bank, a clever storage solution for the PlayStation 4, essentially a housing for a hard drive that sits on top of your PlayStation 4, and it's on track to becoming the cheapest way to push your PlayStation 4 storage beyond a terabyte. Say so it's as easy to upgrade your PS4's hard drive as it is, but if you want to go big, it can be costly to shelling out for the terabyte or larger. And the PS4 takes a 2.5-inch hard drive meant for a laptop. But the data bank, which is what this housing is, allows you to use the cheaper 3.5-inch desktop size hard drive. So, And uh, I'm looking at the picture. It fits comfortably on the top there. It takes about a third of the space as far as the width of the top goes. Right but only about maybe adds an inch to the top as far as size goes. So this, yeah, I'm very curious about this. So I just saw uh, today, now that I now that I think about it, somebody, I wish I could remember which booth it was at. It was one of the bigger names, like Samsung or Panasonic or, you know, one of those big plays. But they were... Panasonic. Pan- Panasonic. <laughs> uh, they had a, an inexpensive USB 3.0 three terabyte external drive and i was like three terabytes really and it was it was fairly compact so nice. um which would work with your xbox yeah, one absolutely because they can do add-on drives mm-hmm. yep 
So, uh, you know, it's it was supposed to retail for around, I want to say, 150 something like that. That's so, like, super not inex- bad at all. I'm going to have to look that one up again. But, uh, yeah, I was... Uh, I was fairly impressed with that because, you know, here we are. That's less than a dollar a, a, a gigabyte. HBO is drumming up attention for the fifth season of Game of Thrones by screening the last two episodes of season four, plus a special season five trailer, yes. in IMAX theaters. The first time that any TV series has been remastered for the large scale visuals and sounds of the IMAX format. Roughly 150 theaters across the U.S. will play the episodes between January 23rd and January 29th. HBO and IMAX are really just testing the waters. They want to know if special theatrical runs can draw attention to a TV series, especially important with HBO's standalone internet service on the way, and fill seats that might otherwise stay empty. I don't know. Is that You're not caught up on Game of Thrones, Paul. I am not. I okay. am a season behind. So, Jeff, would you watch the last two episodes again in the IMAX theater? Or is this something that, since you've seen it, you wouldn't care? That's tough. I mean, I've already seen them, so it's not really anything new that I would see. But it would also be kind of neat to see it up on the big screen. Okay. I mean... Yeah, I'm of of the disinterested category. I think when it comes to this, it's I mean, it's interesting in the fact yeah. that it's the first TV show to get broadcast like that. Sure, uh, on IMAX, but yeah, I, I definitely seen I, it. I'm on yeah, I'm on the fence about it because yeah, the, if nothing more that I've already seen the episodes, it's not really spoiling anything for me. It's like going to see an episode of a TV show in the IMAX theater. We've done again. that. Just Once, see we went saw the cage. That's right. We remastered oh, that. Right, showed yeah. that. Yeah, they, they've they've shown very <laughs> specific TV episodes. Oh, did you see Rift Tracks is on Hulu now? Oh shit! I'm gonna have to get Hulu. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Rift Tracks is on Hulu, dude. God damn it! I watched Frankenstein Frankenstein Island. Oh, so dumb. God damn, that's a terrible movie. I watched uh, their Night of the Living Dead live. They've got the live shows on there. Oh, that's great. Yep. You don't have Hulu yet? It's $7, Todd. Get on it. I know. You need it. Well, Hulu Plus, rather. There's just so much. Yeah, there's (laughs) so so much, much. but but you don't need cable anymore. I don't. Stop the cable. Get the Hulu. I would like to. I would mind. Save hundreds of dollars. I agree. Uh, I don't think Jeff would agree with giving up cable. I, hundreds of dollars. I don't know. It, it's find a bar that shows Chief Games, and you're good. <laughs> um, I'm you already need, passed out need, on the. Yeah, Chiefs you don't need game, that because yeah. you're watching that on the PlayStation. Because you get the sports. Oh, I'm watching thing. it on the Xbox One. Oh, well, there you there. go. Then, dude, cut the cord, man. Fuck these cable monsters. And especially knowing that HBO is going to right the, the pay as you want a la carte, and so Showtime in if, days. I was gonna say if Showtime does it too, then they are it's in days. Center. In days, don't consider it. Do it. You will seriously. In the two months that you let go of cable, between now and when HBO, I could already do it just for Netflix. Goes all cart. I know. Between now and they go all cart, you will save enough to buy any possible show that you would want full season on DVD or Blu-ray. Two or three times over. I agree. Rift tracks on Hulu. It's really oh man, really strong. I flipped. I flipped. I love it. Plus. Man, oh, there's a new OSW out there right now. I gotta watch that. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I watch more YouTube, I think, than anything when yeah. it comes down to right? it these days. Right, right, right. Oh, OSW review, everybody. 
<laughs> They're the best. <laughs> Owen, did you watch both of the uh, Star Wars holiday special? I Red did. Medias? And that first one was one of the best <laughs> hilarious ever. Oh, Tangent City. <laughs> So good. They know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. They're so yep. funny, those guys. Yeah, they know who they're talking to. Mm. <laughs> I love the the thing with Lucas wanting like every copy uh-huh. everywhere <laughs> to be destroyed. destroyed. Not All as the... long as there's Comic-Cons out yeah. there. Nope. <laughs> it's never going to happen. And that bit with Rich and that droid. That, oh, God. They yeah. keep coming back to that <laughs> shit. He's just like, eh, I don't know. Eh. Oh my God! That Star Wars. I love Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> and speaking of other things that I love, the Internet Archive's growing collection of web-based retro games now includes 2,400 MS DOS classics. Whoa! Love it. So you can now play cult hits like Gods or Tongue of the Fat Man in your browser. Uh, this won't quite recreate the experience. Tongue of the Fat Man. Tongue of the Fat Man. Have you ever but played that? I have never played that. <laughs> what the Your fuck? wife plays that. Oh, oh, she does. She does. She's got the high score. <laughs> what the? Uh, I don't even know what that is. I just saw that title. I'm what like, yeah, I'll put that Tongue in there. Tongue of the Fat Man. There, I, I started like going through the, the archive. It's There's so many, it's almost unwieldy. I, as much as I love the archive, it's so hard to find things in there. Unless you know what you're looking for, if browsing is rough. Yeah. Needle in a haystack. Uh, now, this doesn't recreate the experiences of sitting at the family computer, of course. Uh, the project's Jason Scott warns you cannot save your progress on the web and that some games could still fall over and die despite attempts to include only those programs that are likely to work properly. Uh, that's the tough part is the saving part because I'd want to go back and revisit some of those old role-playing games back from the mid-early 80s. They have Day of the Tentacle? They don't have any of those. Lucas, uh, I don't they think don't they have any, have any of those. Games on okay, there. here we go. Tongue of the Fat Man. <laughs> Tongue of the Fat Man is a side-scrolling fighting game originally for the PC, published by Activision in 1989. The game was also released as Slaughter Sport on the Sega Genesis in the U.S., uh, Fat Man on the Sega Genesis in Japan, and Mondu's Fight Palace on the Commodore 64. Players take the role of one of many fighters who are attempting to make it through the titular Fat Man, also known as Mondo's Fight Palace. In addition to unlocking more fighters as the game progresses, you are also able to place wagers on yourself, which can increase your fight purse. The money can be used to purchase weapons and upgrades, which are essential as the game's level ramps up. Actually, sounds pretty fun. (laughs) Starting with three fighters, each fighter you beat would unlock that particular fighter for play. This includes the Fat Man himself. And you can get it for free. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, this story led me back to the Internet Archive, where they've added even more magazines now. Yes, old rock and roll magazines from the eighties. I look through, of course, the Starlog stuff. And what's crazy is that it again so hard to browse. Their computer and video game magazines are in a completely different area than their regular magazines. So you you just got to know what you're looking for, unfortunately. Mm. I'm sure they'll get it together once they've d- they're done scanning all this stuff. I mean, it's... They're never going to stop scanning. Oh, no, no. Forever. I mean, as far as, like, at some point... Because the, I mean, the, yeah. the website is fairly basic. It is. I mean, it's it's a .org. It's a nonprofit. So, I mean, <clears throat> it's, it's pretty much all volunteer work, as I recall, with the, the scanning and the... 
you know, archiving and With putting it scanning online. scanning and the archiving and, and the putting the it online. Laving. <laughs> the downloading. Oh, bits. Oh. Did you see the Simpsons on Sunday? The, no. The closing credits Mm-mm. that they did uh they did a, a Star Trek tribute with uh, all the characters in uh, spoofs of the... You remember the closing credits of the original series where the, the theme would roll and it was just still caps of all of the, the yeah. different episodes? They well, they did that. in those faces. Uh, in the look it up. It's it's all over the place. Who was dummy? Uh, of Mr. Burns, of course. <laughs> oh, yes. And <laughs> it was spot on. Uh, they had Bart in the, uh, in the Jeffries tube, but he was in a blue uh, uniform instead yeah. of the red. Uh, they had... Uh, Homer fighting the Gorn and just just all kinds of cra- it's it's hilarious it's very very well done uh, kudos to Simpsons crew for doing that. Um, did you hear that um, this season or maybe that was this episode that just came on or it's next week's? Judd Apatow wrote a spec script when he was twenty two for the Simpsons. And it's finally getting produced into a full show. I didn't hear that. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's a pretty cool little story. Yeah. Well, the episode I didn't see the episode yet, but it says that the episode is supposed to be uh the Simpsons go to like some theme park and there's a ride, but it like takes them to Kodos and Kang's home planet. Yeah, that's, and you get like a lot of one. origin that's, stuff yeah, on one, them. This, that's not what okay. this one is. Uh, the this the the one that Judd Apatow wrote. Uh, Homer gets hypnotized into thinking he's a kid. Okay, and he becomes Bart's new best friend. I think the episode's called Bart's new best friend. Okay, and, and then he decides after he gets comes out of the hypnosis that he just wants to be. A, he doesn't want to grow up, and so he lives his life as a kid for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good to me, man. He wrote that after there were like nine episodes. Oh wow! Yeah, out. So yeah, mm-hmm. he's a longtime fan. Uh, by the by, have you seen Rick and Morty? No. Oh, what, for fuck's what sake! What is Rick and I don't even know what this Rick is. Rick and Morty is is uh, wait, it's not Judd Apatow. That's uh, what's his name? Uh, oh shit! Am I getting my stuff all confused here? I'm gonna have to look this up here. Uh, no, Judd Apatow is doing the Simpsons one, but. I think. Huh, it's the first one that came up. It is. Judd Apatow, right? Rick and Morty, Adult Swim, Cartoon Network. That's uh, the guy behind Community, Dan Harmon. Okay. That's Dan Harmon's baby. Holy shit, Rick and Morty, dude. Yeah? Oh, yes. I cannot wait for the next season of that fucking show. That show is out of control. <laughs> What's the basic premise? Uh, basically, it's Looks the like further Doc adventures Brown of and, Doc Brown and, and okay. Marty McFly. Oh, he wow. wanted to do the further adventures of Doc Brown and Marty McFly, but the network and the, and the rights and all everything just wouldn't let it. So he's twisted it up just enough that it's fucking great anyway. So it's drunk-ass uh, uh, Uncle Rick, who's just fucking crazy. Crazy, crazy, and then uh, Morty, his idiot grandson, and he takes him on these fucked up adventures, and they just go transdimensional. Oh, I'm so oh, so dude, already. you will lose your shit. Rick and Morty is so good, and Rick, Rick, Morty, come on, Morty, come on, Morty, let's go build, help me build a space. Help me build a spaceship, Morty. Morty, why'd you spill that, Morty? You're so stupid, Morty. Get in the car. Get in a flying car, Morty. We're not going to get anywhere unless you come with me now, Morty. Don't be dumb. Get in here. And it's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. He's like, I don't know, Uncle Rick. Why? Why? 
what happened? Did I die? Yeah, you, you're dead. That's you dead <laughs> over there. But you're still alive here in this universe. You're fine. Here you're fine. So you're good. Don't worry about those two guys. They were losers. Losers anyway. We're the ones who win, Morty. We're alive, Morty. We're alive. We're alive. We're alive, Morty. And just like the craziest shit. Like, I can't. They get they get killed in one dimension, so he goes to a bunch of other dimensions so he finds where they're not dead, and then he kills them, and then he becomes them. It's a fucked up. It's so fucking crazy. I gotta see this. Oh, that show. Oh, that I'm not doing it justice, <laughs> y'all. If you haven't seen Rick and Morty, buy that DVD set. It's mm. worth every fucking penny. If you like non sequitur humor, it's better than anything Adult Swim's done in the last eight years. And I guess it's wow. on Adult Swim. Yes. So there you go. I take it back. Adult Swim is still doing exactly what it should be doing. <laughs> I haven't seen that new crazy devil dog show yet. I haven't watched Adult Swim in an age. Yeah. They did a resurgence of Toonami just recently. Okay. Showing a bunch of old anime, which I'm like, yeah, bring that shit. Ronin Warriors. and. Well, speaking of ditching your cable, uh, Dish announced more details on its much-awaited standalone live TV streaming service. It's called Sling TV. Will be commercially available later this Some month. Some people call it a dish TV. I call it a sling TV. <laughs> dish says the uh-huh, service uh-huh. will sell for twenty dollars uh-huh. a month with no contract commitment. I don't get any can, kind of reception on a cloudy day. On a sunny day, I get a real good reception. Uh-huh. Meaning you can cancel see. at any given time. You gonna want to cancel on the rainy days? You gonna resubscribe on a sunny day? Sling TV will lof- offer live TV offerings from ESPN and ESPN Two, CNN, TBS, HDTV, Adult Swim. ABC Family, Cartoon Network, TNT, Food Network, and Disney Channel. Sling TV lets you get to Ocho. Mm-hmm. You can watch the Ocho. <laughs> Additional packages are available for $5 extra. The, Here, here's a package for free. The, you can have my package. The Kids Extra Package adds oh, Disney Junior. A, yeah, this is for kids. <laughs> Disney XD, Boomerang, <laughs> Baby TV, and what, Duck what TV. Was that? What was that last one? Uh, Disney Junior, Disney XD. XD? <laughs> Disney XD. XD, full of dick. The D is for dick. Extra dick. Only on Disney. Get the XD you need. Disney XD. Have you extra not dick. learned by now? Don't you have enough dick? No, you need extra dick. Disney XD. The D, that means dick. You're at the right place for dick. You've come home to dick. Extra dick on Disney XD. Want some dick? Okay, here's more. Extra dick on Disney XD. Get ready. Dick, dick, dick. Dick, dick. Dick, 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 dick. Extra dick. Disney XD. All dick. All day. All dick. All Disney. Disney. X Disney. Disnickel. Get your dizzle on your Nick D. Disney XD. All the dick. Do you want some more dick? There's none left. We've used it all for the XD. The X stands for extra. The D, it's for dick. Disney XD. Putting dick in your Disney. Extra dick. All the dick you can take. More dick than you'll need. It's going over. There's more dick. It's over dick. Over XD. Runny side up. Disney XD. Check it out. Disney XD. Get it looked at. Check out the Disney. Have some Disney XD. You want dick? All the dick you could ever need. Disney XD. For $5 more. (laughs) Well, that checks that off the list. Now we just need an ass and a fart joke and we're good. And they have the news, an info extra package that adds HLN, Cooking Channel, Do It Yourself and Bloomberg, a sports extra package. Do Yourself with Bloomberg? (laughs) What's that? (laughs) 
Hello, I'm John McLaughlin. <laughs> Welcome to Do Yourself with Bloomberg. Today we roll up magazines and cram them in our ass. I'm using The Economist. Mary Forbes, what do you have? <laughs> I've got a copy of Mother Jones. Stick it up your twat. What do you got there? <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> Well, we'll be back next week. Do yourself with Bloomberg. Uh. Don't stop doing yourself. <laughs> I'm John McLaughlin, fucking myself with a magazine. Painful. Painful. <laughs> uh, what's missing from Sling TV is live broadcast TV from the major networks, so you won't find your local news. Uh Good. You won't see ABC, you won't see th- CBS, what, what, NBC, lo- Fox, or the CW as part of the service. Who still watches the local news? Ah, that's a good question. A surprisingly, a surprising amount of old people. Yeah, and you know where they stay in their house because they're terrified of life. Yeah, because the, the news will scare the shit out of that's you. That's true. But, that's uh, what but it's designed to do now. There's nothing local about it anymore. Nope. It's like house fire kills ten. Oh, this happened in Alaska. <laughs> well, shit. I don't care. It's terrible. Sling TV will offer basic DVR functionality like uh, pausing and rewinding, along with the allowed by licensing three-day look-back feature, which means you can go back to that show you missed two days ago. The service will launch on a wide variety of streaming home devices and be available through both iOS and Android devices, along with Mac and Windows-based PCs. And according to a report from THR, movie attendance has hit its lowest level in North America in the last 20 years. Yeah. The report offers preliminary estimates that reveal roughly 1.26 billion consumers purchased cinema tickets between January 1st and December 31st. That's the lowest number since 1.21 billion in 1995, and not that far ahead of 1994's 1.24 billion. The last time admissions fell below the $1.3 billion mark was in 2011, when only 1.28 billion people went to the movies. The report goes on to reveal the overall revenue of the North American box office in 2014 is expected to finish down 5% over 2013, marking its biggest year-over-year decline in nine years. Uh, The international box office, though, is thriving, so there's some good news. Yeah, there's another report I read that references that, said that uh, they're anticipating 2015 is going to be uh, an increase over of course 14 and but uh, 13 as well because they had the five percent decline up right well no but but because of the number of of highly anticipated films that are coming out this year because you've got the avengers 2 you've got uh star wars episode 7 that's um, true that's really uh, gonna drive that's sales. that's just two that's major take films care of everything but there's December. there's there's what <laughs> three or four other absolute shit there's three or four other like big films coming out this year that you know people are really looking forward to. So, yeah, they they said it was just it was a bunch of different factors. One was like the disappointing slate of films, like films that just weren't like highly anticipated that people wanted to go see in the theaters. I mean, there were a few, but overall, yeah. I mean, it was kind of a lackluster showing in the theater this year. Shoot, I haven't seen a film in over a month in the theater, and that's that's a pretty long stretch for me. It's been a long time. I, I think Guardians of the Galaxy was last time oh, I wow. saw in the theater. Got a theater more than you guys have. I yeah. think Birdman I, and Into the Woods were the last yeah, two I, I saw. I ain't seen shit, dude. Well, I ain't seen shit. And, man, if I didn't want to go to Japan before. 
Universal Studios Japan has released a video preview of their new Attack on Titan ride. The ride is called Attack on Titan The Real, and it recreates the post-apocalyptic world of Hajime Asayama, hit fantasy manga, where remorseless flesh-eating giants have all but wiped out humanity, whose remnants are forced to live within a country surrounded by three enormous walls. It's part of an event called Universal Cool Japan. It runs from January 23rd to May 10th at the Osaka theme park. The event also includes rides for Monster Hunter, Evangelion, and Resident Evil. I wonder if Bleeg went and did that. He's in Japan right now. Well, it doesn't start till January 23rd. Oh, so then I guess not. Yeah. I thought you were saying it ran through. He's doing a lot of cool bad. stuff, though. Yeah, man. I've he's, seen he's some pictures. pictures so. There's some crazy stuff there. Bleeg is uh, one of the ex-members of Star Trek The Experience, one of the Ferengi. He's been on our show, too. He has been on our show, and he all, now designs video games. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, hell. It's just I can't get to Japan right now. <laughs> right? Kind of landlocked. Yep. Kind of stuck here for a little while with a driving distance. Also, I'm not feeling any Pan-Asian flights. <laughs> yeah, you nervous that. about that? Nah, I'm not nervous. I'm just rational. <laughs> as long as you don't take Air Asia, I think you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose. If it was Delta or something, maybe I'd give some fear credence. Yeah. But how about you? How about the start of your new year? What geeky things you're looking forward to? Write to us. Comments. UglyCouchShow.com. You looking forward to these nuts? That's what oh. you always are. Always are. <laughs> And until next week, I am Master Torgo. Gummy Bears. 80s Jeff. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. You're right. There's some... This is a hell of a movie year. Next year. Next year. 2016. Wait. No, this year, too. 2015. 2015. I know Avengers 2 is coming. 2016. I thought thought Star Wars was was 2016. No, it's 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 this this December. December 2015. Christ. But it's going to be at the end of the year, so it's kind of going into the... It'll feel like 2016. It will. <laughs> Man, till December. Yeah. I'll give up the I'll give up the Hobbit for that. I mean, really, if it's not absolute shit, it's gonna make a fortune. <laughs> Listen, it doesn't have far to go to go up. No. Oh, I hope it's good. Oh, I hope it's good.